We're back. <clears throat> Joe, where we been? Tell them. Oh, my God. We've been all over the place. We've been to Germany. We've been to Switzerland. We've been to Poland. We've been to France. We've been to Belgium. We've been to Holland. Mm. We've been to the UK, including Skyland. Really? Do we miss any? I don't know, man. Because we did the Persistence Tour. You said Poland, right? I did yeah. say Poland. Stop looking out for the Polacks all the time. I know what you're doing. That was a fun show. The first, we did the Persistence show Tour, Chris. Look at the bands on there. I know, I know. Who? Who's on it? Tell the people. We got Ignite, Terror, H2O, Iron Reagan, Twitching Tongues, Risk It, and Wisdom Chains. Yeah, so that was fun, man. That was very we fun. We had a good time. We started in Poland, made our way to the UK. See, but the UK tour was separate. That wasn't part of the Persistence. When we did UK, we just hit it with Terror and Twitching Tongues. That's true, but, man. Yo, a lot of fun. So fun, man. That was definitely the biggest tour we've ever done as far as uh Well, we did the audience one with the Scorpions in 86. That was pretty good. That was crazy. That was yes, in the that prime. That was amazing. Yeah. Chris was managing them back then. I was <laughs> guitar that, tech. Is that the prime of Scorpions? 86? 86? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Corky Park. Yo, man. Were. Right on. Yeah, what a bunch of... What are, where were they from? Germany, right? Germany, yeah. yeah. A bunch of Germans with a hit song in America about a Russian park. Right? The world is a it's crazy the wind, place. The winds are changing, Richie. The oh, winds are changing. They had a couple of his songs, no, right? They, they had Rocky Like a Hurricane, yeah, was, too. Oh, that was, yeah, that's... Uh, come on. That, oh, I love that song. I, yeah, I used to like uh, the the one dude who left, uh, Michael Shanker. That was his jail nickname, by yeah, the way. It was good, man. Good Michael Shanker. Michael Shanker group. Yeah, he had a Watch song called, called Captain Nemo, which was crazy, crazy instrumental. But, yo, we planned on this tour to get a lot of interviews. <coughs> Didn't work out. <laughs> The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. Truly it is, truly. <laughs> we got it's a lot. Two. We got two, though. It's a lot harder than it seems. To, Nobody uh, ever wants to stop what they're doing, and what they're doing is nothing. They're doing basically what we're actually doing, to talk. Yeah. Come over here, talk to us. But they don't want to leave the spot. They're eating candy bars, looking out the window. But we got two interviews. Joe, what's the first one you did? First one I did, well, th this was the other problem, was our, we weren't, sure about the equipment yeah. because we're working with some top-notch shit here at our yeah, Howard the, uh, old secret gear studios here so uh we were not sure how it was going to work we actually recorded on our iphones and uh it was it actually worked out pretty good so yeah. the first one was was kind of a test but i didn't want to go too crazy with it just in case it sucked you know what i mean and the, the audio was no good but i got a really good conversation with colin taylor from twitching tongues Colin and, Taylor. Uh, who they have a new record out. We, Colin Taylor. Yeah. Or I'm sorry. <laughs> Colin Young. Colin Young. Colin Young. <laughs> Colin Taylor. I get them His confused. His brother's name is Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I get them confused. But uh, yeah, I got a, a good interview with Colin and um, real good conversation. And I asked him some things I always wanted to know, like about lyrics and things like that. And uh, it was it was a good conversation. Nice. So it was illuminating, you would say. It was. And then. The next interview we got was with was Sean Martin of Twitching Tongues, cool. formerly of Hatebreed. Yeah, I was in on that nice. one. That was fun. That was basically we asked him. We our, our our plan was to get a lot of good tour stories. Yeah, not war stories, tour stories because there's some crazy stuff that happens. Sometimes they're one and the same. Mm -hmm. But he had some good ones for us. That was a so for the next episode we'll put those two together. 
We'll put those out there. Yeah. Yeah, you might as well do like a twitching. Chris, what do you say? Could you do that? You put those two together? Yeah, you know, we'll see what we could do. All right, good man. Chris, Chris just a yes or no. Can you do it? (laughs) Yes or no, Chris. Can you do it? (laughs) Twitching tongues. Do it for the twitching tongues fans, please. So what was the favorite show of the tour for you guys? The Persistence Tour, not the UK. My favorite Persistence show was definitely Dresden. Dresden, huh? Dresden, yes. Can't Uh, remember that one. It was... uh, in this this old just it, it looked like somewhere that Hitler would give a speech Ooh. it absolutely had that feel to, yeah. the, to the room and it was uh, almost an intimidating looking room oh wow real oh. cold looking box stone work everywhere um, well, she had a better memory yeah and uh, I have to, yeah, that was a good show it was uh, there was yeah. over two thousand people in the room. Oh, good, good. And it was uh, it was packed. It was fucking crazy from beginning to end. Uh, everybody had a great show. And um, how about Terror? That was, that terror would murder favorite. it every night. Dude, Terror is machines. Yes, I couldn't imagine. Terror's the real deal. I couldn't imagine being a band that has to go on after Terror night after night. <laughs> nah, you don't want to play after. I, I thought, couldn't imagine being Ignite. Yeah, let me just say it like that. Good luck to Ignite. That is fucking impossible. Following I like terror. the bass player of Ignite. That's a cool guy, that Brett. Yeah, yeah. he's a nice dude, man. The singer's a little whacked out, though. He kind of had a wacky vibe, I thought. Tell you what, I heard some stories. I heard some things. <laughs> Weirdo. I think uh, I think people might be onto something. Uh, I I became friends with the uh, the guitar player, Kevin, over oh, the yeah? last couple of years, too. Yeah, he's a real nice guy. Real quiet, Can't but get really good. to say a word. Good dude. Yeah, very quiet. You know, like but, he's uh, hiding something. What are you hiding? What's his name? Derek? What are you hiding, Derek? His name's Kevin. Oh, Kevin. And he's hiding <laughs> supreme songwriting skills. Guy's got a new band called the Rickshaw Boys. Oh, yeah? And it's fucking awesome. Rickshaw yeah, it's Boys. really oh, good. Really good. What's a Rickshaw? That's rickshaw, like... I think that it's like the little cart that the kids pull around in like India. Oh, really? They'll drive, right, yeah, they'll like drive you around the street. How do those kids know how to play any instruments? I don't know, man. Hmm. What are you playing? Bongos over there? I don't want to hear that crap. They play with their feet. Whatever they play, they play with their feet. I know that. Yeah, Indians could do a lot of stuff with their feet, I noticed. Great dancers. Yeah. Hmm. You ever see their They always like very bright colors. Great dancers. You ever see them get married to come in on an elephant? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Even over here, Indian dudes over here, they rent elephants. It's like a market for that. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. It's crazy, right? I know they have like it's very ornate and very lavish. Like not only that, it's like everything like it's awesome. big and glamorous, you know. Yeah. Gold, a lot of gold, <laughs> flowers, really uh, bright flowers. I yeah. like the Indian people, man. Yeah, Gandhi. Good was food cool. too. Oh yeah, man. Geronimo, he's cool. There's a couple of cool ones. But back to the persistence story. Yeah, uh, Dresden was my favorite show. How about you, Chris? I have to second that, man. Dresden was awesome. Nice. I nice. definitely probably a twofer. Just, a I'd probably just forget. Just say Dresden, Rich. Just say Dresden. Yeah. The tour was dope. The food was good. The bus was comfortable. The company was nice. You know what was a fun show was Paris. Because yeah. Paris was the first, I think it was the first Monday. It was yeah. either Monday or yeah, Tuesday, Paris but it was, was the too, first, man. like well, like one of the first like weekday shows. So they they trimmed down the size of the room. Well, Most I heard these, we were meant to play in Bataclan. Bataclan? Yeah. Oh, yeah? That's where it was. Yeah. We, we went to visit it that uh, day. I went with Toby. Yeah, it was all shut down. Yeah. It's just shut down, but from what he told me, that's where it was originally supposed to be, and wow, I guess it has yeah. been in the past. Oh, the Paris show was fun, though, man. Yeah, so yeah, basically what I was told about the club it got moved into, Gibbous, it was called. It was like, it's the CBGBs of Paris. It's a very old club. Some guy was telling me he saw, who's that real skinny, old, ripped dude? 
Iggy from Detroit. Pop. Yeah, he said he saw Iggy Pop back there. Oh, back no way, in the day. man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was Paris was fun. It was like a real, like, you know, traditional hardcore show. Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was maybe 450 people yeah. compa- capacity Packed. in this place, but it was sold out. Like sardines. And, uh, that was a really good. And you know how smelly one. the French could be if in, in a you know in a <laughs> normal circumstance. There was some there was some odors in that room. There never mind like a, you know, yeah. That's all right. They enjoy that. I don't like, you know, whatever people like. Atmosphere. Me, I <laughs> smell like old school. I suppose. Yeah. But uh so that was cool. I remember Poland because that, that kicked it off. That was that was cool. Poland was a good one, yeah, that was great. <laughs> I can barely remember yeah, anything. Let's see what we got here. I got a cheat. Look at my cheat sheet here. Just looking at the tour pass. Let's see here. Oh, Munich. Munich was good. Oh, Oberhausen. Oberhausen was crazy. That was the that biggest. Was big that might have been the biggest. I think Oberhausen and Dresden were the biggest. Oberhausen was the biggest uh, The biggest venue, but I think it wasn't sold out. I think Dresden actually had more people. Really? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Oberhausen was crazy, too. That was a good you one. You know, it wasn't until the end of the tour... When we finally started getting some mafia games in, yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know, there's a game called Mafia that we like to play, and it just so happens the members of Wisdom and Chains that do play, Mad Joe and myself, are the best in the world, like top oh. ranked, one or two worldwide. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, there's a ranking system, and uh, yeah, there's Kill also a book baby. of pantomimes. How many? How many are there? <laughs> What's up, boy? Oh. <laughs> uh, but yo, it was killer, killer. We had some great games in the yeah. last. Oh, I, I witnessed something. Richie was furious about it, but I thought it was amazing. Uh, it was like a very inexperienced player. Well, he's had history. He had a history, but he's very obviously. It's, it's been a little while, but come on. And he, Jesus, basically, he 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 put the fate of the game in the hands of the universe. And he flipped the he coin. He flipped the coin, and it turns out that the universe is good. Basically, it there goes down go. to the me. The universe is good. And it was Colin, right? You versus, yeah, Richie was mafia. I was mafia. Sean Martin was a civilian that didn't know if I was mafia. And Colin, sh- I believe, was the sheriff. Yeah, Colin was a sheriff. But Sean had to decide. And I could see that <laughs> I could see that uh, Colin was getting to him. This was this was a metaphor. This is for, the last three players in the game. <laughs> this is a metaphor for life. What happened? Like it was truly a beautiful thing, because you had Richie, the absolute crafty veteran, in Sean's ear. He was on his on Sean's right side, and then Colin was across the table, like from a Sean. devil. And so Richie's just. Pouring just poison honey in his ear, just, just delicious poisonous honey in his ear. <laughs> Beautiful logic and just. Uh, we well, see how in the perfect. last minute he started, like Colin started getting to him. Yeah, and then I just turned it. Yeah, and I, I played a whole new role, and he didn't even feel it. He didn't like. Yeah. right there, he should have been like, "Oh, you're so full." He just was. It was and total confusion for Colin him. was trying to reason with him and plead and beg and look into his eyes and reach him on like a deeper level and I Richie said, was don't just don't do this man don't do this <laughs> and man and poor Sean had no he, he did not know what to do he was completely lost and it I, I think you, if he he could have figured it out I think he probably could have figured it out if he really thought about it he could have figured it out but it was a little overwhelming for the, <laughs> the new player so he flipped a coin 
and it was and just like a classic decision. It was like a classic, so like a said, Greek flipping a coin, like a Greek play shot. or something. You know, I was too evil to win a coin toss. What would be the uh, equivalent in a Greek play, Chris? Oh, I would something. be letting the fates just decide. There it is. So he flipped a coin, and the universe chose good over evil. And the yeah. townspeople won, and there was much rejoicing. Boy, did I really devastate that town, though, before I was done. <laughs> you killed everybody, <laughs> except two. Except the sheriff. You killed the whole him. town, except two people. And the Evil. other mafia dude was out, out right off the bat. Remember? Yeah. Luke played a real <laughs> dumb move, and even I had to vote him out. Holy shit. No, wow, we good. had some fun, though, man. I, lo- I love touring on a bus. It's so much easier on oh, a bus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get to actually, there's more like a... Uh, uh, come uh, not camaraderie. Yeah, camaraderie. I guess you you intermingle yeah, you with out, other bands and you get to like better, you know what, make what do you know about hanging out? You don't know. It's like pulling teeth to get Chris to hang out. Chris yeah. hangs out in the back. He's like a gargoyle up above everyone yeah. watching, creep, just observing. Creepy. You weirdo creep, <laughs> creep. Start taking, playing the game, <laughs> taking notes. Hmm. But you can hear my voice is still destroyed from the the I'm tour. Screaming like every night. It's it's slowly coming back. We have a show tonight in Baltimore, but uh, it's it's slowly on its way back. Yeah, let's tell them what's up tonight. We got a show tonight in Baltimore. Last night, our drummer who lives in the Bronx decides he's gonna go out with all his Guido friends and hang around. <laughs> <laughs> well, he goes out it's, there. It's true. Yeah. It's the truth. He goes out there. And uh, Vinny or whoever in the car Vinny wants Bats. to leave. He he's in Vinny's way. Vinny drool. And he says, "Yo, I'm talking over here. Don't you move, you!" And he hits the guy's <laughs> hood of the car. Vinny decides, "I'm moving anyway." Runs over his <laughs> little. Luke has the tiniest foot baby in the world. Foot. It's we like a rabbit. Him, we call him baby foot. He's like lucky rabbit foot. It's like the size of a rabbit foot. It's like a brontosaurus. <laughs> yeah. Like if you ever seen like a picture of like a brontosaurus or an elephant. Feet. It's like an elephant. <laughs> it just goes its ankle. And then there's like a yeah. s- like kind Mr. Krabs foot, the man. shape of toes, but not really toes. Yeah. It's just like like an elephant has a little thing <laughs> protruding oh in front god. of its leg, but not much. <laughs> oh my god! So anyway, the guy runs over his foot. Luke's going bananas. He wants to beat the guy up. Luke's brothers saying, "No, nah, that's Vinny. Can't he didn't mean it. He didn't mean no harm." Next thing you know, <laughs> ah, who knows? Anyway, he, he decides to tell us this morning he's got a broken foot. Uh, so we say you can't play the show then right no no we can't cancel we can't cancel I'm going to the doctor then I'm coming over so now we're waiting for him with his broken foot so we're going to sound awful tonight in Baltimore oh it's going to be, t- yeah. it's gonna be a essentially mess. it's uh, going to be a hot dumpster fire yeah. Chris as your mortal enemy right, does this give you some sort of satisfaction like- I have I take no satisfaction from seeing <laughs> other people suffer this is the question zero though. Luke is is he Chris's mortal enemy or Evan's mortal enemy oh I'd say more Chris than Evan. I don't know. I seen them almost brawl those two in a kebab joint in Germany. Yeah, but I see them bro down too, though. You know. Yeah. When it comes to the females. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd say Chris. He has much less in common with Chris than with Evan. They're both from New York. No, they're both New Yorkers. No, I like Luke. He likes to break my balls, but he doesn't get. He says I don't get his sense of humor. I just well give him a good. Luke's complaint about Chris is he don't have the his friends back. Luke likes to raise his friends up. Chris likes to knock his friends down. And how the hell is that? I don't even know. I don't even. I get paid. <laughs> yeah, what does that, that I don't mean? Even know Basically, I don't even do. Luke was trying to flirt, and uh, oh, Chris, and Chris said, ah, "Don't even listen to this guy. He's nuts." Right there for Luke, yo. That's a question of loyalty, son. Oh shit! If Luke is chopping her to pieces, you just go along with it. You never question nothing. You go along with it. I don't even remember that, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Because you like your friends to fall. And yeah. Yeah, I like to, I like to blow out their candles. Poor Luke. You like so mine burns brighter. 
You son of a bitch. I had to save the day for poor Unbelievable. Luke. Poor guy. Well, we're going to sound like So crap. hopefully we don't sound, well, I, we're definitely going to sound like shit tonight. But <laughs> We may have no bass drum. Luckily. It may just be snare and toms. I'll luckily do a this show, uh, yeah. people aren't going to know. Uh, yeah, episode. it's a dr- usually a drunk crowd. They're going to be very drunk. We're playing we play very it. late. We headline, I think, 11.30. Oh, going on, so. That means 12.30. So uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe they won't notice. Now. Uh, two weeks from now, we should talk about that. What's that? Philly, Philly, Philly. That show, Judge I cannot wait and for. And world man. be free. I hope to God Luke's foot is healed for that show. Oh, that's <laughs> right. You know what? We'll just fill him up with oxycontins, Vicodins. Boom. Yeah, play his way man. through us. Have him snort oh, a couple. Cr- crush some oxys for him. Boom. Go ahead. You got it, baby. Come on. I what's wrong with that? Drum Chris? on oxys. Yeah, Probably, like, I guess. Right? Like, well, not too much. You don't want to go to sleep back there, but. Yo, it, when he starts fading out, we give him a little coke. Boom, oxy oh coke, my oxy God, coke. Up in heaven. I didn't know you were so good at, uh, at at making people survive and do better. Yes, <laughs> I didn't know you're so good at that. Very good, Richie. Very good. Nice. You give the Very people what poor they guy. Want. We can't a kill him like that. Come on, that's a slick cocktail you put together. I'm there. not like the straight edge guy who wants to like not let people have fun. If you're a drug addict, then I'm gonna find you drugs because I'm a good friend. <laughs> right? You're not bringing anybody down. No. If you're a heroin addict and you need one more hit before you die, I'm going to find it for you because that's the kind of guy I am. Not like Chris over here talk you out of it. This guy likes one thing in life. Let him do it. (laughs) What are we talking about anyway? I forgot. Uh, We were on the foot. We were talking about Luke's foot. Oh, Persistence Tour. Yeah, the tour wrap-up, man. (laughs) Wrap-up. The tour wrap-up. We keep straying. Yo, Um, I got to say the guys played good. Chris was killing it with the leads. You know, he didn't, he was a little stiff in the beginning. Luke, Luke, Luke loosened him up. Uh, he started moving towards the end. Oh, that's right. We switched, uh, we switched our style up on stage. We a little had bit. to adjust the stage, uh, <coughs> the stage configuration. Mark, yeah, the configuration. The way we always set up. Richie is Richie has a, a side of the stage yes. to himself. Leave me alone, everyone. I'm like a uh, what do you call the guy with a stick? A hermit. <laughs> He's a hermit. Oh, shepherd? Yeah. No, the guy the stick. Shepherd? conductor of an orchestra. Oh, 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 shepherd. shepherd. I don't even know what. Shepherd. Richie's like a shepherd. I'm the conductor of the orchestra. A hermit. Right, shepherd. Whatever you gotta do. So and then Chris and Evan always set up on the same side. Chris mm-hmm. on the outside, Evan no, on no. the inside. Chris on the inside. Oh, that's right. Evan on the outside. But Chris decides to just stand in the middle of the stage and not move for anybody. And I keep stepping on the same. I step on the exact same foot all night. By the way, we all have no skin on my shin. It's always right there. We all have a wireless. There's no excuse for him not to move. Yeah. He could see you coming barreling right down on him. He won't move. Well, he doesn't see me coming because he's not looking. Yeah, he looks just straight at the head of of his fretboard. Yeah, that's right. So we switch (laughs) things up. We put Evan on the out. So, or on the inside, inside. Mm-hmm. and Chris on the outside and Evan loves and that and Evan now is ruling the the center of the stage running back and forth he's singing Boy. in Rich's mic he's singing in the other mic if he comes to my side again I'm gonna hit him right in the head <laughs> do it and, get uh, off of my mic it's adjusted for my height <laughs> Every time someone else sings, and the vibration just switches things. Yeah, just it moves the wrong way. But uh, yeah, so it, it, what it did was basically force everyone to move around a lot more, and we did. Everyone well, not moved. Chris. Now Chris could, doesn't have to move at all because he's over there by himself. No, but I've seen him moving because yeah, now Evan he wants gets back in, in the middle. Evan gets in the way and he pushes him out of the way, and Chris is walking around now, uh, looking, pointing see? at Luke, doing things. So it uh yeah it definitely worked. It's sometimes it, our game elevated. You got to shake the team up. Our game elevated in this tour for sure. Happened. By the end of the tour, other than my voice failing me, 
we were like we I wouldn't were, say it was failing you it was fading out talking but I didn't think it sounded if bad we, if we had like two more shows I would have been done yo how about Evan he's a real showboat isn't he a real show he loves it if he sees someone with a camera he gets right in front of that camera (laughs) he gets right in front of that camera that's good though yeah this is hardcore baby enough of that crap alright yeah but on persistence tour take your costume off and play your part and shut up if he does it at the sidebar in Baltimore I'll I'll, I'll make fun of him for that trust me you don't care on persistence tour I'll allow it throwing his hand up in the air Looking like he's singing along, but he—he's—he looks like he's shouting the words, but he's not because he's trying to save his voice. Oh, he's like—that's how artificial it is. Silent shout, yeah. out of here. A mime shout. I'm doing it right now, everybody. <laughs> now, if you're gonna really scream, really scream, like when I look at Luke and I scream in his face when he's playing the drums. You fucking mama, Luke. Yeah, but he loves it. Though. I can see him like gets cold chills when I do that. He loves it. <laughs> and then after the show it's funny like Luke's all like humble and quiet after the show yeah for a little while he's like hey sorry if I messed hey, anything I, up I did my best guys I, but uh I don't know I think I did okay yeah he's always <laughs> got the sound to use the same little gimmick but uh yeah Luke's watched your tricks Luke brother. is one of he, he's definitely I mean oh you know what was a very good he, thing for Luke he's fucking awesome Luke got to, well first Luke sang for two different bands certain guest spots what the hell is the drummer out there singing <laughs> guest spots for anyway I'll but, tell you why because he fucking bullied his way in on nuts. both of them yeah, yeah. hey I'm singing that song tonight right I'm gonna do that right you're gonna you're gonna let me do it right yeah that's that's how he did it he bullied his way in every but time the real test is he sat in on a song with H2O playing drums that's right and he killed it yeah he did good and you know what Adam Blake said what he say? He said, of all the drummers they ever had filled in, his two favorite that he played with, and it's a heavy hitter list of drummers. Yeah, yeah. They just had the drummer for Rancid for See? Like a couple tours. He said, Travis Barker and Luke Rota. <laughs> wow. Good company. Good That's company. Good, Goddamn. Good for you, Luke. Good for you. Luke is He's a, a hell of a drummer. drummer. So if they, he ever gets that. the call from them, guess what? He's going to quit us in two seconds and leave us high and dry and join them. I would. I would. I'll put a hit on his head. Approve of that though. That's a good. That's a good. No, upward suffer mobility. with us and do nothing. <laughs> that's upward <laughs> mobility. I like that. But H two O. Let's talk about them, man. H two O. Fun dudes. Yeah, man. good time. Good. We time. had a good time with them. They play. I got. I sang. Uh, I sang. Uh, what happened with them? And yeah. Had to end the set. You did every good night, too. And that was a lot of fun. <laughs> and I just need a hearing aid when I hang out with them for Rusty. Yeah, Rusty's is very soft spoken. <laughs> But he's got a fire yeah, inside of him. Don't man. smoke that around him, son. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Light a cigarette around him and hit you in the head with a chair. But even when he's furious and angry and flipping out on people, he still does it yeah, very he's still quietly very quiet. and reserved. <laughs> but then when you you look at him though, and he, you know he's like he's like nice rusty. Yeah. And then when he gets mad though, you're like, Turn oh, to shit. evil rusty. Yo, this is a big fucking dude, man. Yeah. You you don't realize he's a big fucking guy. His arms are gigantic. His neck, yeah, is like like a bull's neck. He's got giant veins coming out yeah. of it. He's like like a creature from Ren and Stimpy or something. Man. <laughs> no, I like them. We had a good, we had a good time with them. Very fun dudes. Um, yeah, we had we had a lot of uh, we had a lot of fun with Tara because we spent a lot of time with them. Um, yeah, good dudes. Very funny guys. I actually, oh man, I can't wait to put that song out. I made a song with uh, oh that's right. It was me, Sean Martin. He made the beat. Turned the, the uh, bus into a recording studio. Yeah. Uh, Sean Martin made a beat, like a old school, schooly D beat. And um, and I made a chorus and a verse. 
And then Martine from Terror wanted to sit, put a verse on it. So he did a verse. And then Nick from Terror wanted to kind of add his... He, he does a lot of really cool production shit. So then he took the song and put his little... Uh, and he recorded all the vocals. It, and it came out really fucking cool, man. So we <coughs> we made a rap song on tour with uh the four, four of us made a rap song. And I can't wait. It's, it'll be out very soon. The um, only thing missing was a good rap name for, for Martin. Martin. So Richie gave him one. Can, should we Joe subbed now? me out. He looked for a good guy to that's good in the hip-hop game because I've named a lot of rappers in the past. Nas, Big Pun, some others. Puff Daddy, a couple other ones. And I looked at Martin for a little while. That cute face, those glasses. And I said, you know what? This guy's Baby Marino. So Martin's new rap name is Baby Marino. Baby Marino's debut song is called... My DJ's got the illest beats. My DJ's got the illest beats. And it's an old school throwback type of song where we're talking about the DJ more than we talk about ourselves. Exactly. You know? And uh, it, it's really fucking cool. I think people are going to like Joe it. Black, Baby Marino, and... Sean P. What's it go by? F. Sean. F. Sean. F. Sean. F. Sean. Why F. Sean? It's uh, it was like a tongue of cheek thing. He's been oh, doing okay. it since he was like seventeen. It just Sean, means like fuck that. Sean. That's what good it guy, Sean. Very cool. I like him. He's a good guy. Yeah, I made a good uh, connection with Sean. Man, we we had a, we had some good. How was the first date? Talks. Good. Our first date was great. Did you, did you get head? I don't know. We had Jeez. brain. We had a brain connection. Mm, the synapses were firing. Who did you yeah, like man. the least uh, on the tour, uh, Chris? You first. <laughs> what? Who did you like the least on the tour? Like anybody the least. I don't Come know. on, you. Cool. There's got to be one person whip. that you fucking Open your mouth and say it like it is. Who did anybody. That's crazy. Who did you hate? Get out of here. Come on. Who did you like the least? <laughs> Which means you still like them. You like them, just Who? not as much yeah. as the others. That's all. Nobody, man. Who's that? <laughs> yeah. Can I say how much fun we had with Iron Reagan? Yeah, those guys are nice. Those, those guys, guys are great, were man. awesome. Too much hair though. Everywhere I was like pulling hair out of my mouth for the next two weeks. There was a lot of hair on the in the lounge of the bus. But yeah. those guys oh, were, they were killing areas. They were like the kind of guys that just want to have fun and party all night and laugh, basically. So we, we had a lot of good times with them. And they were very aficionados. Yo, they're legit. They're all legit man. musicians, man. I do got to say, early in that tour, though, it was the worst tour for music. The metal that these all these dudes were playing on the bus, <laughs> like whatever metal, like because they're into like real obscure, weird metal I never heard of. Between Twitching Tongues <laughs> and Iron Reagan, there was a lot playing, of shitty metal. Out there, there was some whack ass metal. I was just like, what the hell is this crap? And my bunk on the second floor of the bus is right above the subwoofer of this tremendous, great stereo system, right? <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Oh, yeah. Loud, loud Metal stereo. all night. I'm like, yo, play something. Play uh, old agnostic front. Play some hip-hop. Eventually, there's some hip-hop being played. Just yeah, metal, uh, metal, you know, metal. Uh, Jay, the sound man, yeah. got on the, on the oh. turntables, and he was killing it, man. He yo, listen. With the, with the set list. I'll tell you a future beef. Oh yeah, Jay the Sound Man versus Luke Rhoda. They, they, oh. they hate each other. They hate each other. That's a current. 
<laughs> Yo, they hate each other. I had Jay. Jay pulled me aside ah, three times. Yeah, three times, three separate days. Listen to me. Listen to me, my friend. I love you. Okay, I love you very much. He loves everybody. You're my friend. I love you, but. I cannot be responsible for my actions. If I kill him in the night, if I kill him in the night, it's not my fault. I hate him. I'm sorry, but I hate him. Did I he say he finally said he hated him? him? No, he didn't say that. Because he kept he on saying he loves him. I love him, but I love I was like, him, but you don't I'm love him, you hate him. him. No, no, I love I'm him. I'm going to kill him. And uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Oh that's, like, that's a current beef. That's going to happen. Man. You know what happened? Like he, they were, he was trying to be cool because they were beefing so hard. And after he played drums on that H2O song, Luke's on the side of the stage. <laughs> And Jay's like, hey, Luke, hey, Luke. And then Luke turns around, and Jay's like, man, you did good. You killed it. And Luke just looks at him, gives him the finger. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Really? yeah. Oh, my God. God. They don't like each other. I like that. Don't pretend you know you like each other. You don't like each other. Stay away from each other. That's weird, though. How do you not like Jay? Jay's well, like, this nice is the dude. thing. Yeah, I like Jay. I like Luke. But when they're drunk, they're both kind of little nutty. Dude, they're alcohol, both nutty. man. Alcohol is So one guy me. can't handle another guy acting like he acts when he's drunk. Yeah. I'm not going to say who that uh -oh. guy is. <laughs> but one guy can't tolerate the other guy acting similar to the way he acts when he's drunk. And on our bus, I would say there was at least three people who acted very similar when they were drunk. Yeah. There was three guys that uh -huh. were pretty crazy. Yeah. In, in the night but had no toleration <laughs> for the next guy yeah <laughs> and uh yeah and alcohol is a fucking crazy thing man damn devil juice it really is it's a devil in a bottle man it's a devil in a bottle devil juice makes people nuts and then the the next day trying to explain to someone how they acted the night before and they're just like no nah, fuck you no nah, you're crazy I, never, yeah. I would never I would never you're fucking crazy you know I don't get it, man. Yeah, I like how the defense with the drunk dudes, I didn't do that. That's all it did. Yeah. Right. You say, jeez, man, last night you were crazy. What the fuck are you talking about? Fuck you. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry I brought it up. And that's definitely a Luke Rota description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, Luke, you were crazy One problem last with night. the tour. Fuck you. What the fuck are you doing? I didn't fucking do shit. One problem with the tour, the lineup. You gotta say something. We played way too early. Yeah, yeah, we did. We loved all the bands, but we've been in this game for a decent amount of time. Not like crazy legendary status, but a decent amount of time. And we've been with this booking agency that whole time. But we kind of feel like this booking agency doesn't respect us like we deserve. Maybe it's because we're too kind of laid back with it. Maybe because we're not, we don't have the a little the, too DIY for them. DIY-ish, don't have the big. I don't know what it is, but we played very early and before dope bands, but bands that are way newer than us that don't have the releases out that we have. That I think we could easily played above. But I play if you want to play that role, I'll play that role. But I, of course, I got to say something. But we said something before the, the tour to MAD. That's the booking agency over there, who we've been with from day one since we started. And they said, well, you guys aren't as active as these guys. You guys aren't on as big of labels as these guys. So we said, all right, we'll play our role. But that was our only grievance. Yeah. But we were treated good. We treated everybody good. We had a good time. We busted a rhyme. We did our thing. We came. We sing. We bring it. We take it. We never fake it. Kind of like Madball says. Keep, keep going. Keep, keep going. going. Oh, I, I could go all day with the rhyme, uh, baby. I got to say, they. Uh, I, I was apologized to by three different people. 
Yeah. Three yeah. different people at yeah. different times, which is, you know, it's nice to hear, but. Because this is my thing. About, uh, about that. I don't mind playing wherever, but, and it's not an ego thing at all. It's just you have to look out for your own, your own name. Right. And our name to the person that doesn't know any band on that list except maybe one, like that maybe just somebody coming to see Ignite, they'll assume things just by seeing the flyer. Yeah. Not only that, but when you're trying to protect your name, you're trying to preserve it, you have to sell stuff because you got to stay on the road, you got to survive. By playing that early, you're playing in front of way less people. Right. So our chances to win new fans are even lessened. The, the percentage is smaller of people you play in front of, of potential sales. And it's harder for the people that do know you to get there at the appropriate time to see you because they're definitely supporters. Every night we had supporters. And I can't complain about the reaction at all. Switzerland was a little wacky. No, nah, Switzerland was... Switzerland was it was bad for everybody. It was yeah. one of those shows. Yeah. Like a, there like was a maybe Wednesday two shows that was a little Tuesday. whacked out for people. But <clears throat> I can't complain about, you know, good looking for the, the supporters that came. Hate saying the word fans. Isn't that corny? Like the fans. Hey, come on. When I was a professional wrestler, I had fans. I don't do that life no more. Now I got some people that are called listeners. Get out of here. What? <coughs> oh, um, God. Uh, and it did. It did happen a few nights though, like you said, where there was there was one night, uh, Sarbrooken, which I was really looking forward to playing. Yeah. And the they advertised it on the ticket as the show starts at seven at six thirty. Yeah. And the show started at five. Yeah. So we have no the shot. first three bands got screwed. Yeah. The first three bands, you know? Yeah. But And there was like Berlin, which we always have great shows in Berlin. This is the earliest we've ever played Berlin. Yeah. Earliest. And it was kinda like it was it was a bummer. But MAD, if you're listening, keep in mind wisdom and chains is your investment. You do the right thing by us. Guess what? It returns tenfold. Ten. All right. Folds. You could make us Judas Priest, or you could make us, who's a real crappy band that nobody likes? Who's that one they did a, the movie about that Evan would stop talking about? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the band from the 80s that everyone said was the best, but they yeah, actually yeah. sucked. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah, everyone's yeah. kissing their ass. Yeah, that's right. I forget. What's that? We actually yeah. played with them on a fest. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. What was that, Hellfest or something? Oh, what was that name of that band, man? I forget. But that's the point. That's the point. Yeah. You could really, you know, do the right thing. It's always saying. All right, MED, now they're going to drop us and we'll, you know, we'll go with DAM. <laughs> Who cares? We'll go with the next guy. All right. And hopefully, we're trying to go back in the summer. We don't know how it's going to go. Hopefully, we'll be back in the summer for some festival season stuff and maybe in October for Europe for our, all our hundreds of thousands of European listeners. And there's been a, uh, a, buzz about us possibly going to South America oh May. so I cool heard revolution broke out when they heard this yeah I mean they were flipping over tanks in the street yeah flipping That's, tanks that is amazing they said fuck the car let's flip the tank because mm. our singer Mad Joe who's actually part German part black half half everybody likes to take credit for what he is yeah, so if he goes to South America, guess what? He's a South American now. That's, that's he goes it, to man. China, guess what? They're putting a bamboo hat on him. And <laughs> he's Chinese. <laughs> Wherever he goes, they're taking him. That's All I got to do is learn yeah. a couple phrases and I'm in. That's it. He goes to Alaska, he's an ex Eskimo, whatever you call him. Eskimo. Yeah. <laughs> now, if we ever go to Saudi Arabia, we got Maver Mattis with us. He fits right in with that look. <laughs> Come on now. The sheik. You creep. Well, you, you, who you be adding that we don't know about it? Tell the truth. Get out of here, you. 
bastard. Any fun stories you guys want to talk about on tour? Anything cool happen? Any good stories since you've been home, Joe? Psh, my fucking dog got attacked by a porcupine yesterday. What? Oh, I well, saw pictures, yeah. I wouldn't say. He probably attacked the porcupine. Or a porcupine. But the porcupine is now my enemy. Yeah. Yo, that's a fucked up animal. Yeah, I saw the pictures of his. <laughs> it's a fucked he looked up like he animal, wasn't. Dude. Was he in pain? Oh my god, dude, he's freaking the out. Picture, and he just looked like he was chilling in the picture. Like, nah, he was in in shock. Like, yeah. he was going fucking crazy. Yeah, he tried crazy. to bite. He tried to bite son. Son said, "Oh, you can try to bite me." And he, Bonk. So <laughs> the needles go in and they barb out, right? And and they they, stick they in, keep yeah. going deeper because every time you touch it, it just digs a little deeper. Uh, so they just keep going deeper, and every yeah. time they paw at him and ah, and they're you're losing your mind. Imagine your face yeah. was filled with fucking needles and you're losing your mind trying to rip them out and they just keep pushing deeper that's rough man what happens in the wild is you die you're dead because you can't eat you dead son they were in the roof of his mouth they were in his tongue holy crap gums they were in the back of his throat oh my god they were in his cheeks up his ears in his legs and he was crying yeah, it was were they in his vagina too? That pussy dog, toughen up! Oh, whoa! Oh my god! I'm sorry, he's a good dog. I'm sorry. All right, uh, <laughs> my dog's not a pussy. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Take that back. No, uh, were they in his vagina? <laughs> so he, they were all in his legs from pawing at his face and stuff like that. Yeah, and they break off the t- the tips of them break off and they stay in the skin. So do you ever get a splinter, and it's and after like a week, it turns into like a like a blister, and you yeah, squeeze yeah. it, and it the blister, comes, yeah. the splinter just pops out. Yeah, that's what happens eventually. At the if the do, if the vet gets all of the the quills out, is they, it all a out? A lot of the Whoa. tips break off. Yeah, but there's a lot of like little tips still in there. Damn, you know that sucks. And yo, Did we you took see it? To a, no, dude, this is the this is the worst. Well, this is the worst part for from my perspective. Not for the dog, but from my perspective. I'm at home, chilling. My wife is up in the woods hiking with the dogs. And she calls me and says, you got to come up here. Benny got attacked by a porcupine. So, Oh, Jesus. I don't know. You guys never been up this mountain behind my house. <laughs> but it takes, it takes oh an God. hour to get to the top of the thing. Yeah. And they were about three quarters of the way up. So, And there's snow on the ground. So... I I threw some boots on, and a jacket, and a hat, and I start like fast walking up this mountain. Okay, and I'm fucking dying, dying. It's so hard to get up in the snow up this thing. So I get like halfway up the mountain, and I start yelling and yelling. I don't hear anything, and I sh- I shot my gun into the ground like, and then I called Julie. I said, "Yo, did you hear that?" She said, yeah, told, told me to walk to the right. You know, like, she oh, told no. me where she was. So I walk over to her, and she starts yelling, and I hear her. Oh, she was right. I thought so, she gave bad directions. No, no, she she located me yeah. because of the gunshot. So I, I walk over to her, and, dude, Benny's face was is disgusting. It's completely like a giant, puffy, disgusting <laughs> oh mess with these needles sticking <laughs> oh, out everywhere. Man. And every time she lets go of his legs, he just wildly pawing at his face oh, like man. in a scary way like Ugh. holy shit like, yeah. is he gonna die like I, I don't know is he gonna like this is scary looking so I pick him up she well she she carried him like 50 feet cause I was trying I was trying to like figure out a way to carry him and, like take my vest off and kind of tie him so he can't move yeah. his arms 
and uh, it didn't it didn't work. I tried tying it with my belt. I tried to put my belt around his legs and all kinds of shit. And she's like, "Let's just fucking walk." So we she started walking, and uh, she got tired quickly. And he he weighs like forty five pounds or something like that, which is a lot when you're trying to walk down a mountain, you know. And so, snow. but that's how we did it. Yeah, I fucking carried him down a mountain. It took about a half an hour to get down. Damn. And that's he's crazy, freaking man. out every time you like. Now, did the porcupine attack him? No, no. He he, he went for. I it. know how he operates. Like uh. he, when we go up in the woods, he does. He runs giant circles around us. Mm. Like you'll lose sight of him for like a couple minutes, and then but it, you just yell for him, and then he comes. Through, he'll he'll come to you, you know. But you'll lose sight of him because he just he loves it up there. The woods is like that's his shit. So. <clears throat> she took him to a spot where he, she doesn't normally walk, and uh, he he found something that he is unusual to him, a porcupine. You yeah. know what I mean? So he probably tried to. He, he she said he was digging around in these these uh, big boulders, and they probably had like a little nest down there or something. And he went down and fucking got a mouthful of porcupine. He really did, didn't he? But dude, taking him down the hill was. Oh my God! Was he doing that thing? Dogs do? Yeah, yeah, No, 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 no. No, it was silent. That was but like, cracks me up when they do. It that. was silent, but like the this crazy panting, like a panicked panting. Yeah, yeah. And now you have to have the decision. You take him to the vet. It could be a lot of money. Well, here's what. Well, you put him out of his misery. We had this, this, this. Uh, the put him out of misery was not an option. Oh. Right. So we take him to an emergency room vet. Yeah, same thing, man. Yeah. That's crazy. That happened to the last two podcasts, Chris. We got to get to the, the bottom of this buzzing. Dude, this thing. <laughs> Definitely coming out of here. Is it? Oh, we got to change the power supply. <clears throat> oh, boom. Richie fixed that it. one. All right. So we take him to an emergency room vet, and they said they gave us an estimate of 600 $600. Oh, that's it. He's done if it's my dog. <laughs> I was like, what that the night. fuck? $600. So I, I'm thinking like, well, I guess I got to take him home and pull him out myself. So then we went to, that vet was the closest vet. That's why we went there. Then we went to our, our other vet where we normally take him, and it was like $130. Oh, damn. Big yeah. difference. Yeah, Jesus huge Christ. difference. So, so they, uh, yeah, they, they knocked him out, pulled all the things out. She said they stopped counting after 70. Oh, man. So, pincushion face. But it's over now. He's on some antibiotics and some. Uh, All right, Benny, you learned your lesson? I hope so, because I don't want to do that again. Leave these little animals alone. But he is a fucking, bully. He's a mountain dog, you know? Yeah, he loves that. He's, he's, uh, he's a, a hunting dog, a mountain dog. No, he's he a good loves dog. It that other one should have caught it. Yeah, that dog's a dick. He fights everybody. <laughs> I got oh, this man. new dog. I don't know what to do. Dude. I don't know what to do with him. You know what? Throw a bone and give me a, a shotgun. That dog go is- Go running uh, for that bone and he <laughs> won't even know what happens. A bastard. I got this little dog and he's just like, if you see him in the house with us, you'll be like, oh, that's a nice little dog. Very nice. He loves everybody. Wagging his tail. Happy all the time. As soon as a, someone comes around and he doesn't know, he turns into a freak and he just- wants to bite anyone that he doesn't know he wants to bite anyone he doesn't yeah, know. he's protecting you guys man that's his instinct. yeah but yeah. it's like it's like a f- look at the dog like and look at joe thing, who needs you know? the protection joe don't need it that little <laughs> fucking rat dog does oh man yeah. uh we're working with him he'll be he'll be all right 
Good, good. Chris, any good stories since you've been home? Nah, couple mm. static stuff. Not man. back to work? Not yet. No. Yeah, yeah sorry for you, anything. <laughs> yeah, back to work. Sucks. Doing I'm not nice back shift. to work yet. No, nah, nothing? No, nah, nothing. Jeez. Company's slow? Yeah. But um, it ain't right, baby. This tour was cool. The tour was cool. Tour was cool. After the persistence tour, we could tell them we went to England as a separate tour, just six shows, and that was a lot of fun. But a totally different. So like small, tight venues. Way smaller. Uh, a lot of people way, way we know smaller. are great friends. Knuckle Dust, who we got to see like a few times, who also just put out a new record, new video, dope video. The yeah, Knuckle Dust really video. Pro video. Oh, Good dude. acting by by uh, yeah. Pierre on that yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, man. That was so cool, Serious man. acting. We need a good video. Our last one was whack. It's not whack. It was, oh, it was pretty good. Kind of boring. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> song was a little lame. What was your favorite UK show? Ah, London. London, definitely. Yeah, Lon- London. Besides baby. London, what was your favorite UK uh, show? Manchester, maybe. Scotland? Manchester was good. I like Scotland. Scotland Glasgow was good. Glasgow was fun. Yo, you can't understand anything those people say. Oh, my Nothing. God. Yeah, nuts. And why are they rolling their tongue with every friggin' word? Like, isn't that like work? What a pain in the know, ass man. language. What is that language they speak anyway? <laughs> fucked up English. Yeah, dude. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, Jesus I Christ. ate at a good place in uh, Scotland. What was that place Chris went? Oh, I don't... Uh, was uh, I can't remember the name, but it was good, though, man. Something Mama, and it was kind of like Thai food, but like all the soups, like pho style. It was good, man. That was good. Hit the spot. Uh, too much fast food we had over there. Their fast food is better than ours, though, isn't it? That's I think what they so. Say, but I don't really eat a lot of fast food over here. But yeah, I can't because it's like just so disgusting over there. I'm like, how am I tolerating this? Because at home, I can't really put yeah, this usually, down too man, well. If I put it down, it's just it's disgusting. I still ripped my stomach up, but over there, I'm not not at all. Yeah, it doesn't bother me like that. A lot of people got food poisoning at that one place. Remember what place was in, that? Uh, <laughs> Where'd they go? Oh, it was in um, one of those one of those Munich. beer gardens, man. It was in Munich. Oh, they went that's to, right. Uh, Some place where Hitler used to have like yeah, like eat dinner or something. I don't know. But, uh, oh, bro, uh, bro, wait, Hoff Bro House or something like that. I think it was called Hoff Bro House, but it's a beer garden and they had, they bring out just giant meat platters and at least three people got food poisoning. Brothers came they back take pooping. Down. <laughs> at least pooping three all night, people. Son. Taken down, they man. They had to break the, the rule number one in the bus. No shitting on the bus. No scheiße on bus and hobbin. <laughs> I learned a little German while I was there. But, you know what? We'll take those two stories or those two interviews that we got on tour and we'll put them out in the next episode. Boom. But we had an idea to do tour stories, which I we shouldn't abandon this idea. It's a great idea. So we'll and get some other people to give us some tour stories. You don't have to be on tour to get a tour stories podcast. So we, I, could, we could still yeah. do this. So yeah, so we'll put them out randomly. But maybe we'll start that. No, no, because it's not really... And next episode will just be those two interviews from the road. Us a little chatting and commentary in between. And then I had another idea. Jail stories. Mm. Oh, boy. (sighs) This could be good episodes. Interesting. A couple good jail stories. Uh, Chris, did they use lube or no? That could be a good story. (laughs) No, don't tell that story. But... The podcast, as we always say, we got to do it more often. It's been a long time since we did it, so sorry for the big delay, man. <sighs> Feel bad. If you see Richie's face right now, it's just pure. It's all long. It's horse disappointment looking. and forlorn. sorrow. It's forlorn. I got like camel eyes, horse face. <sighs> <laughs> 
rabbit yeah. ears. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, flopped over. He's really fucked up looking, people. Yeah, you're right, man. <laughs> I like to give the people what they want, baby. No saying, baby. Well, this was cool, man. Um, looking forward to doing another one. That's right. You know, some people have been asking me, are we ever going to do one from Sarah Street again? I don't know. Which you know, is we like, got a real convenient setup now. It's, in it's this. convenient. It sounds so much better. And Sarah Street was very generous with the what they used to do for us. But it's like... It's this noisy. Is, this is much easier. And it's like, <laughs> if I'm eating, I just want to eat. Yeah. If I'm talking, I just want to talk, and baby. It's good. After, after you eat, you like... It is cool, though. Sleep. It's a cool atmosphere. You we know? had some good ones there. We did. Yeah. But I guess it has to be the right type of guest. And it's like, if it's just the three of us, I'd rather do it here. If we have a really cool guest and it's kind of a bonus to to have a meal and stuff like that maybe we'll throw a maybe steak we'll, at him maybe we'll do something but uh you know, i could go for a steak right now i'm starving oh yo you know what i got a good uh chicken butt question from from a listener how much time we got chris oh we got plenty go ahead yeah, about five minutes ah right. he's i knew he was gonna say that no matter what he didn't even look at nothing i did he, I, i'm constantly monitoring i'm says. constantly this vigilant. is like the worst thing for chris to do he hates this so much I've been sitting on this one for a while. All right, who is it? This is uh, it's from <laughs> who is it? Alicia, Alicia Cook or Alicia. Oh. I don't know how you pronounce it, but hello, Miss Cook. This is a long one. I'll try to uh, baker or cook. I'll try to read the whole thing here, but it's, it's a long question. But hey, guys, love the podcast. Thank you. Just ran across it this past weekend, and I've been listening to a few episodes one while second, I'm at Joe. work. Did she run across it or walk across it? Mm, she ran across. Okay, it. go ahead. I'm a huge fan of the band. And I actually saw you guys playing Columbus about a month ago. She's obviously very smart. So I have a couple of things I wanted to relate and then a question. First, I wanted to say that I listened to the Halloween show and Joe said something I could relate to. The house dream is a recurring dream I've had since I was a kid and oh, it happens a lot. Shit. Damn. Yeah. So do your research, people. Listen to the Halloween episode and see what she's talking about because that's pretty freaky. I think recurring dreams are our mind's way of dealing with stress to help us psychologically prepare our awake consciousness to combat the daily struggle. Jeez, what are you, doctor? Mind Jeez. your business. Dr. Alicia Cook. Maybe she is, though. That's what a little bit of a psychoanalysis. What Sorry, Miss Cook. Hold up, hold up. Who is that? Is that Luke Rota? All right, finish it off. Go ahead. All right, real quick. Richie, you mentioned that you think it's odd when adults dress up for Halloween. Would yes. you say it's feminine? Yes. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Nice going on. Oh, I forgot about answer. that. That's awesome. And if so, do you think it's strange when a woman dresses in costume? No. No, nah, because that's- Your whole life's mean. a costume, these women. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I like women. Go ahead. Uh, lastly, my main reason for writing, Joe, here- Recently, I got into a pretty pretty heated argument with a friend I've known since preschool. We're 33 now. Okay, you should never talk to them again. It boiled down to her saying that raising her dog was the same thing as me raising my daughter. Oh, God. I've had my dog for nine years, so it's not like I don't consider him to be family, but I feel nothing can be stronger than the bond between parent and child. What are your thoughts? Thank you, gentlemen, for your time. And very sorry this is long. Keep tearing it up on the good jams and on the podcast. Take care, Alicia from Indiana. You know what? I like her. She's a smart kid. She's very smart, obviously. And thank you for taking the time to write us. And I'll say that your friend is crazy because uh, here's, the, here's the thing. I would... I hear, I hear people say this all the time. Like, oh, my dogs are, are just like my kids. Oh, I totally know what you mean. I have dogs. And, you know, my kid, Like, I hear that all the time. And <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> insane. It's insane. Because 
he, uh, all right. I would I would feed my dogs to my kids if I had to. I would never feed my kids to my dogs. Well, Joe, okay? you're the only guy here with a, with a kid, so this is especially a good question for you. So yeah, no, I think yeah. it's nuts. I, I love my dogs. I really love them. Even the little jerk one, I love that dog. Okay, and I would protect that dog from harm. But if that dog died, okay, I would be sad for a little while. Yeah. If my of course kid dies, I am going to probably kill myself. Like it's there's no comparison. You cannot compare the two. It's ridiculous to even try. Your and friend's an idiot. Your your friend is crazy for even saying that. I, it's it's. I personally I, know I don't people like that say ins- similar things though. I don't like to get insulted because I, I I feel that's almost like a weakness getting insulted by things. But it's, I can see people getting insulted by a comment like that because it's so ridiculous. Do you know what? I actually know people. We all do that. Think like that. I remember not too long ago I saw on Facebook a video of a dog in like in the street or on a highway and one dog was like dead his friend was dead or passed out and he was like trying to like protect it like from people ah, ah. and people's comments were like oh my god dogs are so cool like they're so much better than people like, oh, yeah. i'm like <laughs> what person wouldn't protect their dead friend either from oncoming like it's so, so stupid but listen i don't have a kid i don't have a dog but i had dogs in the past i would take the best dog i ever, ever owned yes you could own a dog Right. They're not my friends that live with me. I own those. Anyway, I would take the best dog I've ever owned. I'd kill that motherfucker in two seconds for a stranger's kid. Never mind my own kid. What kind of sicko is going to pick a dog over a human being? And all the dogs I had, and I had them for years, when they die, it sucks. But I don't shed a tear for a fucking dog. Get out of here. I shed a tear for a dog, but... I'm not. I'm not saying I, I, I. I'm not sad for my dogs when they die. I'm just saying. Yeah, he don't even know what's going it, on. Comparing it to your to a kid, it's that's crazy and and ridiculous. Just because you I don't have say, just because you don't have balls enough to have a fucking kid, you thought having a dog would be the same. <laughs> Imagine having a kid. Listen, that's you'd have a truth. heart attack. You couldn't handle it. Most times I've heard. Could, most times I've heard that statement is from people without kids. Yeah, and. It's just silly. It's just silly. Never mind a cat. Jeez. I throw a cat against the wall. Get out of here. <laughs> know it all, cat. Richie's very abusive to animals. He's no, I like animals. I'm good very to animals. Anti-animal. If I saw animal like hurt, I'd call somebody, say, yo, there's a hurt animal. Take care of him. But I'm good to animals. But you can't compare. No, you can't. It's man. ridiculous. <laughs> no. And it's I like hear we, people uh, say listen. that all the time. Our friend Kevin from... Uh, from Europe, he acts like dogs are like the, the gift of God, and, and humans are, and people are so evil. <laughs> yeah, like a dog will kill another dog in two seconds and walk away with no remorse. Nothing. A dog will kill a human. Yeah, with a, no dog remorse. Is, a dog. Is, they're no better than any human. They're they're demented. They're crazy. They're, they're, they're animals. Listen, I'll say straight up: dogs are not as good as people. They are not. I don't care. And I know it's a popular hashtag: dogs over people. Yeah, but. It's not true, no. all right. It's not true. That's like ridiculous. people are the shit, and we're the band that made dogs famous. God damn it! What's the name of the song, Joe? Dogs, uh, dogs love. Come dogs, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Girls lie, <laughs> cops lie, dogs lie. And we got Ghost of Buddy. We got two love, songs about dogs. I fucking love dogs. I do. I me love too, them, cool. man. They're they're very cool. When I see a dog, it makes me smile. I love them. But 
They're not people, man. You're crazy. I think that dogs are a gift. They're a, a gift from if there's a heaven or a God or something. They are a gift because somehow, and humans have to take responsibility for how cool dogs are. Yeah. We bred them into this form where they serve whatever purpose we want. Now, this is a lap dog. This is a watch dog. This dog sniffs things out this and finds bombs hunt. in an yeah, airport. This dog hunts. This dog. Yeah. Uh, we this develop these dogs into whatever <coughs> we want. All right. They make so dogs that's why we that love them. That's jump why far off of boat yeah. docks into water. Yeah. <laughs> that's like what they or do. Or if you want a dog that just looks goofy and is good for nothing, but when you look at him, you just smile after. We invented that one, too. Yeah, a little retarded uh, All from a wolf. Bugs. We created all these weird offshoots of things. I want a dog for this. I want a dog for that. Now, we made it. We created it. They are absolutely right? human. So, so of course, we're going to love them. Yeah. So, of course, we're going to. We, we love these things. And, and I think we have to take responsibility for them as caretakers too yeah because we, because we made them yeah so there is like a, a and they love you unconditionally so for the person that hates humans but loves dogs remember the very dog that you love was developed by humans for the purpose and the reasoning now that you love the dog yeah and uh i feel the same way about uh like horses cats too you know I, i'm allergic to cats but it's like a yeah this is a cats are good animals man Cats are kind of like jerks. I can't have a cat, and I don't. And uh, yeah, I I don't necessarily jive with cats' personalities. But I I'm just saying, as far as like their their purpose in the human household is a human yeah. invention. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And horses too. It's like this is like we we the the way the the horse is. There's different. There's small horses. There's tall horses. There's they're all bred for certain purposes. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, it's our duty as humans who made this thing to be their caretakers. You know, D- don't horses always look Very high? True. High? Yeah. Don't they look always? <laughs> I don't know. I horse look always now. looks high. Just like have to look in their eyes. Shit, like what's up, bro? What's good? Horses, I'm a horse. Man. I love horses. <laughs> horses. I scared. They kind of scare me a little bit. Horses. They're too big, man. Did you ever ride a horse? Never. I rode a horse a couple I times. I barely would touch it. I seen the videos. I'm knocking the shit out of people out of nowhere. That split second back kick they got, boom! Oh, it's like fast. lightning speed. Hard ass Yo, kick. And they move fast. And they're quiet. Hell yeah. Very stealthy. Yeah. I was working one time uh, doing maintenance and this dude uh, in a resort and they had horses and I was in the corral and they got out. And I was replacing post and before I knew it, I turned around and there was like six horses just staring at me. Oh, shit. They circled me. You thought they you were one of them. And they just look at you with a long face like... <laughs> They were like, brother, Hello. You, you coming with us or not? <laughs> <laughs> now they're oh, cool. They're all cool, though. Yeah, I feed them apples and carrots and shit. You know. No, that's fun. Yeah, I like them, but they're too scary, man. Too scary but, for me. So as far as uh, dogs being, be- you know, you, you love it as much as your kid, that's... They that's, could, but yeah, here's how they'd you, have to be... The only way to find out dog. is if your dog and your kid died... You know, unfortunately, but that's the only way that you could really test that theory. But I'll tell you straight up, like, there's no way I don't love my dogs as much as I love my kids. And I would shoot my dogs in the head if they ever harm my kid. And if my kid harmed my dog, I would just be like, you know, hey, listen, don't do that anymore. You know, let's say this. You have a young kid. Your kid's a little too old for the scenario, but you have another kid, a little more of a babyish kind of kid, four, three. And you got a dog that's pretty patient, but your kid's a little nutty and he's not pulling the dog's ear, poking him. You witnessed it a few times. You're in the other room, you're taking a crap, you're reading the paper. 
Next thing you hear, gang, gang, go. Ah, mama. Boom. The dog flipped out. He bit the kid. Come out. <laughs> Everybody, all, all the witnesses are saying, he was poking the, the thing and he pulled his ear in real hard and the dog just snipped him. Boom. Bit his finger. Fingers really screwed up, bleeding all over the place. What do you do? Dude, I don't know. You shoot the dog on the spot. That's what you do. No, I'm just kidding. You know, I don't know. You got to, for that one, you got to discipline the kid. You got to say, listen. You got to discipline the kid. Come here, and, and you, you don't hit the kid hard, maybe, like, just in the face like that. And then you say, Open, open, what? open, open palm, not a closed fist. Wait, yeah, so, open, so, yeah. so just kind of like. Yeah, not, not like too that. hard. Yeah. So not like. Just not like this. No. Like, not like this. But like this. Like oh, that. Okay, so not so much like, but more like. And you say, you don't exactly. poke the dog again. <laughs> but you might, yeah. You discipline a kid. You can't do nothing to the dog in that case, right? Ah, uh, man. I, I mean, dog can't bite the kid, man. Yeah, I know, but I mean, what Just do you think can't bite happen? the kid. That's a, that's a shitty, that dog so, has, now has a, a black mark on him. But you don't get rid of him? You kill him? What? I would definitely be thinking about getting this, rid this of him. This is my problem with dogs. Here's what I would be thinking about trying to find a, a new home for him with no kids. I would be thinking about yeah. it for sure. Well, fair enough. I'd love to be your kid. So my parents would put me outside first. <laughs> but anyway, this is the problem with dogs. We turn them into inside dogs. Put the dog outside. These dogs inside, on the couch, on the bed, going wherever they want, opening the cabinet, making cereal. When did this stuff start happening? Dog houses. You ever remember a dog house? Put the dog outside. Chain him to the dog house. You wake up. You walk him twice a day. You give him food. All this inside dog stuff. They start thinking they can do whatever they want. All right, Chris. Sorry. Dog, inside dogs are feminine. <laughs> since since Alicia mentioned feminine, Chris played the music. That's feminine. That's feminine. That's feminine. Yeah, it is for yeah, real though. For real beautiful, though. Real beautiful. Here's something that's feminine: having a cat. If you're a guy and you got a cat. <laughs> That's feminine. Get out of here. A little short one for you people tonight. Get out of here. No explanation needed. No reason to trick anybody. Just giving it to you straight. If you're a man and you got a cat, you're feminine. <laughs> That's terrible. What, you got a cat? Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, no wonder you never invite me over. I'm allergic. <laughs> I you, can't, uh, yeah, I can't even be around a cat. Yeah, man. so it's hard on me. It kills me. When I was little, we had some cats. I and like, I was allergic, and my parents didn't even know I had a cat for years. I was dying. There was three people with my parents. My mom, me, and my my brother or sister. I can't remember. But we were all allergic, and we still had like two cats. Sickos, y'all. All right, he's giving us a thing. People, enjoy this one. We got another one coming right on its heels. That's interview right. Interview with Twitching Tongues. And uh, you're going to like that one, I guarantee it. And then we'll be back with some, some tour stories, some jail stories. We got some cool shit coming up. Great plans for 2016. We'll see you soon. Uh, what do we got to mention? Uh, Twitter, Post Amer at Post Americans. Um, keep Instagram, sending those questions. Keep sending those questions. Thank, Thank you, Alicia. Alicia. I got more we didn't even get to, but um, Instagram at Post America Podcast. And if you want to send us a question, Post America Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Peace out.